This episode of the Off Five is brought to you by Studio. Su- su- Studio. So, they're a company that wants to revolutionize the way that you see headphones and, and listen hear to them. Yeah, <laughs> also. They don't want you to see your headphones as just a device that you put in your ear and plays music. They also want it to be fashion. Look it's an it up. accessory. It's fashion. It's fashion. You know how these days when you're looking for headphones, you basically have two options. You get ones that sound good or ones that look good? Yeah. Not anymore. Because you can get ones that look good and sound good? That's right. You can get one from Studio. It's the company that has the the proper sound quality, but but also looks great. And isn't it from the same country as Ikea? Yeah, Sweden. So... Oh, wait. Scandinavian, anyway. That's not really a country. <laughs> it but... may be Swiss. <laughs> Could be Norwegian. But even if it's Swiss, that's where the best cheese comes from. And chocolate. Yeah, and in Norway, that's where the best Prekostolen lives. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but yes. It's a big cliff. Exactly. Bloody big cliff off yeah, the fjord. Yeah, exactly. And they have free health care for everyone and earbuds. Yeah, and they've got those studios... Each, each baby is rocking them in their ears. Each, each baby. From, from birth to death in Scandinavia, you've got those headphones. Studio. They sound great. So pick up some studio headphones by using our promo code, the off 5 On their website. T-H-E-O-F-F. How much do you get off? I-V-E. 15%. Oh. And there's free worldwide shipping too. Head on over to www.studio.com to get your promotional offer. Yeah, stop talking and start listening to our voices on these earbuds. Are you? <laughs> Forgot how I say. Are you still watching the Off Five? No. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Off Five, a podcast about the Office. Are you still watching the Office US version? Yes, I am, and I'm still talking about it. Me too. My name is Nathan. I'm Addie. Welcome back. We're the podcast where we talk about every episode in order. So we're on season two, episode six. It's called the fight. And it came out November 1st, 2005. Yeah. What's another name for November 1st? Uh, the Ides of March. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Day of the Dead. Oh, Day of the Dead. Oh, Dios, Dia de la Muerto. Muerte. Dios de los Muertos. That was close. Dios de los Muertos. That's the girl murders. version for girl death. <laughs> hey, girls are dying too now. Okay. <laughs> girls can do anything these days. Oh, uh, So yeah, Day of the Dead. We got a fight going on. We have Michael and Dwight trying to fight it out. Yeah. And on Wikipedia this time, they had a synopsis, which was quite long. Okay. But I'm reading the, the short one. Okay. Because they have a really good one. If you forgot what's happening in this episode. I suggest you check that out. But if we say it right now, and we spent all that time talking about it, which is going on and on <laughs> and on and on. About the synopsis, yeah, you never the get sy- to the episode. Uh, yeah, and also, I feel like people might become bored. Yeah, same. And like we could even l- lose the momentum. <laughs> In this episode, Michael Scott, 
After being embarrassed by Dwight Schrute's superior fighting skills, engages in a karate match with Dwight during lunch. Meanwhile, Jim Halpert's flirting with Pam Beasley goes too far, period. Wow. Yeah, it does go a little far. I mean like the punctuation, not Pam MS. Pam MSing. <laughs> that was inappropriate. That wasn't appropriate. So, great Scott Productions. We got our old boy Ken Quapis back. Ken Quapis, returning champion. Mm-hmm. It was written by Gene Stepinski and Lee Eisenberg. And it was the first ones written by Stepinski and Eisenberg. Wow, they did a good job. But it was Quapis' fifth one. You know, Gene Stepinski and Lee Eisenberg, I think they're those uh, two dudes. That... Oh, from Vance Refrigeration? Yeah, they're in a deleted oh. scene from this episode, right? Yeah, I bet that's right. Oh, wait, was that the last episode? It was the last episode. Okay, never Halloween. mind then. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not then. <laughs> it may be. Could be. Could be. We should look for that in an upcoming podcast or something. Yeah. The fight was known as Karate and the Dojo during production by many members of the cast and crew due to many scenes being filmed. At the Dojo? Yeah. What do you think? Would it have been better if it were called the Dojo? No, I like it as the fight. But there's so many fights. Yeah, that's true. Like, like the uh, um, the duel. The duel is a fight. Yeah. But it's not a dojo. Maybe they could have called it karate. Karate? Yeah. Hmm. Or senpai. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that would be good. The sensei. The, sen- the assistant to the sensei. Yeah. Sense- assistant sensei. Mm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Several of the cast members had experience in martial arts prior to the filming of the episode. Rain Wilson used to study karate and a certified yellow belt. Oh, I didn't know that. And the guy that plays sensei, Crawl, is a black belt in taekwondo. Oh, wow. What's the difference between taekwondo and karate? It didn't say in the trivia section for The Office. (laughs) I have no idea either. During the filming of the episode, the protective piece of headgear that Wilson wore, that's Rain Wilson, actually cut him. Oh, really? That's not protective at all. No, that's the opposite. Well, it's probably because Michael was turning it to the side mm. when it it cut him, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I got a bike helmet and had a knife on the inside of it, and I said, <laughs> no. <laughs> that sounds really scary. Yeah. That's, but I like to live on the edge like that. You know, if you crash, you're for sure going to die. Yeah. Even if you're wearing your helmet. Yeah, especially if you're wearing a <laughs> helmet. If not, you might have been fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's up in the stakes. Safety is no accident. During the filming of many scenes in the episode, the cast and crew members kept breaking character and laughing. Jenna Fisher recalls that she had to film the scene where Ryan reveals that he is working on emergency contacts about 20 times. That's not even a scene I remember that well. Yeah. Was it really wow. funny? Um, oh, uh, when she walks into the office and Michael says that he's having Ryan work on it. Oh, yeah. That one was really funny. That was actually, actually a really good yeah. scene. I guess it that's, confused me because it says scene. that Ryan revealed it. Well... When Jenna Fisher walks out of the room and Steve Carell is like, um, think, think, think with your head, Pam. (laughs) Okay. And then she walks away. That is so funny. Yeah. And you can tell that Michael, I mean, that Steve Carell has been kind of like riffing for a while because he's in that headspace where he's, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. I I also saw the senpai kind of crack a smile at the end. He's the sensei. I mean, sensei. You're right. I noticed yeah. that too mm-hmm. when they're fighting. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, wait, that's the next one. During the dojo scenes, cinematographer Randall Einhorn and Crawl lost it when Michael pinned down Dwight and began to spit on him. In fact, shots of Crawl and several of the cast laughing made it into the closing scene of the episode. I thought that was kind of endearing that mm-hmm. they left that in. It actually seemed kind of like an outtake to me because yeah. they were laughing. But they would laugh. Yeah. They would laugh if it was real. Yeah. Because it was over the top. Do you think that it's weird that they have to take out scenes of people laughing in a show that's supposed to be realistic when people are laughing a lot? Well, I think that in The Office, the reason that it's so funny is because they're able to keep a straight face. It is. But why why do people in The Office not find anything funny? I think a lot of times, like I've noticed at least in my office, there's so many moments that are so hilarious but nobody's laughing and i'm Mm -hmm. like why (laughs) why are you not laughing at what's being said right you know so maybe it's just that kind of highlighting the fact that it's just like everyday interactions that aren't being um like celebrated in like a joyful way (laughs) it's just kind of i don't know I, i guess you're right it is hard for people to laugh in their own life yeah especially if you have a coworker like dwight or michael like in theory, it would be hilarious, but in reality, it might be a little trying. And it's hard to laugh at people right yeah. to their face. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think a lot of the time with The Office, you are laughing at them, not with them. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And later on, probably Jim and Pam go home and, and laugh at their day, but... Separate um, homes. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's almost like the criticism you hear of Friends where Chandler is always cracking jokes, but nobody ever laughs at him. But he's making jokes. So... He's trying to be funny. Yeah. Michael's trying to be funny, but he's not funny. But then the fact that no one finds it funny makes it funny again. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like they're not seeing. I think when you're moment to moment, sometimes you don't see how funny Mm -hmm. situations are because, you know, you're caught up in the moment of like trying to just get out of the office by 7 p.m. I don't have any control over that. Yeah. And then like. Maybe looking back, it might be funny, but in the moment, it's like kind of an annoyance. So it's like we're looking back at it already. Yeah. I mean, we're an outside perspective, so of course, it'd be funny to and us. And it came out like 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 13 it years wasn't, ago. It wasn't funny back in 2005, but now no. that we're in 2018. They were too close to it. Yeah. That's where they almost canceled the show. It's just like too soon. Yep. To joke Hashtags about that kind of stuff. too soon. Yeah. It's just, but now mm-hmm. we can look back. And chuckle. <laughs> we just chuckle on good times, you know. Huh. Remember that time? Remember when Jim? <laughs> oh god! Put the put the desk in the in the bathroom. A Jim. That was great. That was hilarious. That was that was pretty funny. And then called him to ask about the price of paper. Yeah, which is like a really mundane task, but you know he called him because he wanted Dwight to not run back out and be like, "What the Yeah, and then Dwight just goes ahead. Jim, I've given you this information like 20 times. Yeah, well, so slightly funny. unrealistic, but very, you know, I found so that funny, funny in, in retrospect. So funny. Even though this was a really serious show, I liked it in retrospect. Yeah, me too. Also, you and I are sometimes prone to laughing. in When we're talking about The Office or when we're recording our podcast? When we're just hanging out, but also a lot when we're recording the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we are funny. Yeah, that's true. And I guess in in the moment... When you're like too close to it, it's really funny. And then when you listen to it later, you're like, well. Yeah. Eh, eh. Yeah. And then later on, you're Think like, why, why shouldn't I laugh at that? Thank you with your head. <laughs> oh, no, there they go. Okay, good. 
That was a lot of production okay. stuff. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> and if you're wondering where I did all my research, I just basically wrote that right off of Wikipedia. That's the best resource. Mm-hmm. So let's do a Finer Things Clubs, where we talk about all the things that we find particularly fine in this fine episode. Fine. I don't want to work. I just want to bang on this mug all day. That was one of my favorite lines. It's a great song. I That comes back in the Jamaican episode, remember? Mm. When he comes back from Jamaica. And he's feeling like, hot, hot, hot. <laughs> well, maybe it's that. What I for some reason I find myself saying that like almost every morning. I'm like, I don't want to work. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't know why. Wow. <laughs> serious. A, yeah, it's one of my favorite office That's serious. Quotes. Well, I really like that scene because it starts just being uh, zoomed in on his face. Then it zooms out where you can see his mug. <laughs> And then it zooms out further and you can see Ryan sitting right there. It's like, yeah. Did you need me for anything? <laughs> yes, yeah, a very important task. Great reveal. A secret mission. <laughs> well, we mentioned Jim's desk prank. Mm-hmm. I have a few things about that. One is that it would take a lot of work to move the desk and all that stuff into the bathroom. And you know how when you're moving something and it doesn't fit through the door, so then you have to kind of do it around the corner yeah. because it's, you know, it's like an open one. So you could put the legs in and yeah. then kind of scooch mm-hmm. it about. I think you had to do that too. I do too because it was a tight corner, like getting into the break room and then getting into the bathroom. And of course, Kevin is in the bathroom. Do you think he got there an hour early? Maybe even two. Do you think Dwight would have been early? If well, anyone? yeah, that maybe. Like earlier than Kevin. But everyone's there. Like Oscar's there. Pam's there. So Dwight must not get there early at all. Maybe he thinks that's a waste of time. Yeah, possibly. He probably had to do some um, farm hand uh, errands. <laughs> yeah. He was <laughs> out there. The cows or the beets or whatever. Uh, Jebediah feeds the chicken and Jacob plows. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably true. But when Kevin is in there, he brings out that candle. And I had to wonder if it were scented like cookies. Yeah. And I also had to wonder if he was about to win in another ward for... Don't go in there after me. Yep. Oh, they're in there at the same time, even. So Yeah, so you never know. <laughs> I like the um, misuse of the phrases catch 22 and tit for tit. <laughs> <laughs> Both of the uses. So we got tit for tit coming back from one of the other episodes. Remember? Dwight says tit for tit. And Chip says that is not the expression. Oh, and he says, yeah. It should be. I do remember, yeah. And he's right, because so tit just, for tit is more fair than tit for tat. That's not fair. Yeah, what's a tat? Yeah, you can't compare tits and tats. Yeah. It's like comparing apples and tits. <laughs> it should be. I'm going to start saying that. So Michael has a really egregious use of Catch-22, but even Ryan's isn't right. Do yeah, you... I think he just didn't know what to say. So he said Catch-22. <laughs> do you know what Catch-22 means in the book? Catch-22? Um, no. Catch-22 is a book by Joseph Heller. And in that book, there's a policy where you're not allowed to fly these suicidal missions if you're crazy. Oh. But if you're trying to get out of flying suicidal missions, you're sane. That's like a really sane thing to do. So then you have to fly them. So that's like Catch-22. It's When Ryan says it, it's for... Michael says, if you try to be cool, they walk all over you. You're mean, they resent you. He says it the other way. But that's really like a lose-lose. That's not a catch-22. Oh, I see what you're saying. A catch-22 has to be where one of them's causing the other one. And then that one causes 
like yeah so you can't do it because it's like self-defeating in a way Mm -hmm. so maybe a catch-22 would be if you you can't go to the grocery store because you don't have money but you have to go to the grocery store to get money from the atm (laughs) you shouldn't go to the grocery store hungry but you're already hungry and you don't have any food yeah exactly so now you're gonna start to 22 Guess 22 <laughs> tit for tit or okay so maybe like maybe if you if you want your employees to be friends with you and you're nice to them then they won't respect you and therefore you can never truly be friends something like that oh okay i see yeah we'll be like doing the thing to do the thing undo that's the thing it's circular yeah circular right he also misuses two punches he says there would be two punches, me hitting you and you hitting the... <laughs> yeah, hitting the floor. <laughs> it's supposed to be two hits, right? Yeah. That's what I usually say, but in Workaholics, it's like there's going to be two hits, me hitting you and Kid Rock's ba wa da ba Which is my favorite version of that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and then the other saying that Michael uses is when they're about to fight, oh, on the streets, we only had one rule, no kicks to the grind, home for dinner. <laughs> that's pretty funny yeah michael just messes up so many things he's saying in this episode yeah it's they're all funny but it's almost becomes like too many yeah to keep track of anymore it's like yeah he's just really bad at talking i guess (laughs) yeah he doesn't really understand things but but this also has your favorite quote that you've mentioned several times what would you rather be feared or loved oh yeah i want people to be afraid of how much they love me yeah. Yeah, that is that is one of my favorite quotes, too. There's a, a lot of really great Michael quotes in here, like, like no points for pants. <laughs> well, I guess he doesn't actually say that, but he's like, oh, God, his pants. No points for pants. Oh, man. Um, it totally sounds like an improv by the sensei yeah, to say yeah. that, because there's, like, a weird <laughs> no. pause, and then he's like, okay. no, 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 no points for no. Like, if it were written, it seems like he would have responded more quickly. Yeah. But, but it's more realistic yeah. that he had to wait. Yeah, it was really funny. The timing on that was really good. I like Dwight changing his emergency contact from uh, Michael Scott to the hospital. <laughs> Just put 911. And then Michael says, okay, do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. Cut out the middle, man. Just leave me as the emergency contact. <laughs> and... That's the whole thing is them updating their emergency contact information. Yeah. And it turns out, as far as we can tell, everyone just leaves theirs the same. Yeah. Even if even if the relationship changed, like it used totally. to be your boss and now it's not, or it used to be your wife and now it's someone else's wife. <laughs> Becker. Yeah, someone with the last name Becker. The fact that he says it changed to Becker, not back to Becker, means it's a new man already. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> sad how long do you think it's been since they got divorced yeah um well divorce in season one wow only like four months well we don't know if they got divorced in season one. Oh, okay but they well, were divorced they were talking about it in hot girl i'm thinking about how old his daughter might be and i think she's probably like seven mm-hmm. so that maybe they got divorced like what does that have to do with it well i mean if they had her seven years ago but why why did they get divorced immediately after she was born? <laughs> like the same day. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to put some kind of timeline on this sure. on this thing. Sure. 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 <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, Addie, you know, married people, you don't have to be married to have a, a kid. 
<laughs> or not have a kid. <laughs> yeah. You Touché. know, I think that... Does that work in that situation? Touche. Yeah, catch 22. Catch 22. <laughs> tit for tit. <laughs> you can't have a kid. You can't have a kid, so tit for tit. Uh, <laughs> what would be a good catch 22 for that? It would be like, you have to be married to have kids, but... If you're married, you can't have kids. <laughs> yeah, if you're married, you don't have sex, so... <laughs> Something like so, that. So catch 22. Catch 22. <laughs> yeah. oh, um, I have a question, too. Do you, okay. have, oh, do you have another finer thing? Uh, I liked a lot about this episode. I do too, but I have some scattered throughout the other sections. Okay, yeah. If you have fine. any more specific, no, for that that's one. good. So, question: Why do the regular employees have to stay until whatever time Michael finishes this thing that has nothing to do with them? Because in the deleted scene, Stanley says the reason he's concerned about it is because he wants to keep a job. He doesn't want the whole branch to be shut down. Mm-hmm. But what does it do? I mean, in the end, they end up doing it. But why normally would they? have to stay till he does it because they have to send it off right at some point before seven but why why do people have to stay i just don't get it especially stanley i guess it maybe it's a type of situation where if one person's not done in the office then everybody else has to stay like as in i don't know though but that doesn't make sense for this office doesn't make sense at all when i worked at the airport we had to stay until the last plane came in and like everyone deboarded and that could take a really long time, depending on delays earlier in the day. And it didn't really matter how much little, how much or little work was left. We just had to sit around, and it was pretty late. It sucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, we, yeah. and we got paid minimum wage, so it wasn't like woo free money. It was like uh, we're getting like six dollars an hour, you know? Yeah, that <laughs> sucks. Yeah, I don't know why that. Actually, I didn't think about that about that, and it makes sense that you would ask that. Yeah. Well, I was just wondering, but obviously Ryan doesn't have to. Ryan doesn't have to do that, and he doesn't have to go to the fight either, because he's a temp. Oh, yeah, because you hear Michael say, uh, I'm assuming you heard. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about Ryan. He's oh, Ryan. He's back in the fire position, where he's getting phone calls and, and stuff. And being isolated. <laughs> being Michael. isolated, giving little tasks. Yeah. He, I don't know. Do you think it's weird that Michael had to get his phone number this episode, when he gave ryan his episodes ago in the fire it seemed like that would have been a mutual thing yeah it's like he's been trying for a long time he hasn't like so uh ryan has his phone number but he hasn't gotten ryan's because ryan hasn't didn't even save it he's playing hard to get his (laughs) phone number (laughs) yeah (laughs) let's start with let's start with your contact information yeah no don't call me i'll call you that's smooth (laughs) it culminates with michael doing the you're doing anything crazy give me a shout oh yeah which is awkward yeah that is really awkward seem to do some crazy stuff with michael Ugh, the worst or ryan to but be you're honest you're so old <laughs> uh, you live in a condo what would we do over there in your condo he's just hang out with his young friends and maybe like, it would be cool if i invited my boss over yeah is he cool no <laughs> Not at all. He's actually the worst. He keeps calling me and doing Michael Jackson Im- impressions. Yeah, and also Tito Jackson impressions, which you don't hear as often. <laughs> no, you don't. And it's the same uh, voice. Mike Tyson. Also the same voice. Also the same voice. <laughs> Hi, this is Mike. This is Mike Tyson. I'm calling from Wonderland. <laughs> Neverland. <laughs> and then he just cracks up. <laughs> Speaking of weird voices, the way Kevin answers his question about his emergency contact is so weird 
So who's your emergency contact? And he goes, Stacy. Stacy. Aww. <laughs> what was that voice? It was yeah, like, I don't like, know. like he hadn't talked that day. You know how sometimes we haven't yeah. talked all day and then and then it turns out to be pretty late in the day and someone's like, Hey, what's up? And you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like, Oh, Actually, forgot to forgot to use my voice all day so far. That that's happened, awkward. That happened to me this morning when my mom called me. I hadn't had coffee or talked to anyone. Mm-hmm. She's like, Are you sick? <laughs> I was like, No, I just haven't talked to anyone today yet. <laughs> <laughs> what time was it? It was like 10 30, 11. Yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. My yeah. voice wasn't warmed up. I think that doesn't happen to me as much because I uh, talk to uh, dogs. Oh, yeah. Like, I can be. Yeah. I can be. Just this warm up your voice. <laughs> That's so creepy. <laughs> What's a Michael uh, Jackson? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> so, what else do you have for characters? <laughs> well, Dwight has been made senpai. A lot of people don't know what that is, but it's equally as respected as a sensei assistant to the sensei assistant sensei don't get into that now so in the scene where he says this is senpai dwight in a deleted scene so that that scene plays out the same way but then later on when they're at the dojo this young girl walks in and and then uh sensei says oh hi senpai oh my god and then dwight says yeah, she's technically the senpai, but oh. and she got admitted to this competition. But she was fighting thirteen-year-old girls. <laughs> Imagine if I were in that category. And he's like in a category with all kids. Did you notice that? Yeah, but he wasn't really the senpai this whole time. This oh. whole episode gets kicked off. I mean, I guess he got to be purple belt, but the whole senpai thing was actually just in his imagination. Yeah, he oh. kind of knew. It wasn't like finding that out. He was. It was weird. A weird uh, moment of... And he was even cleaning the mats. Mm Mm-hmm. Poor guy. Uh, Yeah, but that's equally as respected as a sensei. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Matt boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I like how Michael ends up, though, kind of giving him a fake (laughs) raise. Yeah, he gives him a promotion. Mm Mm-hmm. In name only. Yeah. No announcement. Yeah. No office. Probationary period. What do you think about Dwight in this episode in general? Um, I think he is, I mean, a really strong characterization, but not as, as a strong character. <laughs> He's like really weak, which is kind of surprising because, I don't know, I think he's hilarious and that's all that counts, I guess. But as far as standing up for himself and kind of owning who he is, he doesn't do that very well. No, he doesn't. And he's also not really doing himself any favors like he he's not just like this is my thing that's important to me he's saying the belt is a symbol he brought it as a symbol to everyone in the office that he can physically dominate them like yeah. that's not what like a what a chiller would say yeah or like anyone who has actually studied karate probably <laughs> yeah true like he flinches at the elevator <laughs> did you notice that when he's getting off the elevator it's like yeah. oh my god he yeah he's just really beaten down this yeah. episode like a, and like almost, an abused dog now yeah and almost like cries when michael gives him the fake promotion so and also when they left bruce willis on that uh, that asteroid in armageddon oh yeah <laughs> it's because it started snowing right at midnight <laughs> In the theater or what? Oh, maybe they're watching it at home. Yeah. So, I mean, he's hilarious and actually pretty endearing, but not very um, strong. No. 
He's, he's downtrodden. Yeah, and he won't admit his insecurities. Yeah. But he they're clearly there to see. Yeah. Which is a interesting role reversal. Normally yeah. he seems pretty confident. Like he doesn't need to brag about his farm. Yeah. In the other one he he talks about it to the camera, but he's, you know, back when Michael's buying the condo, yeah. he was secured his land ownership. Yeah, that's true. So he didn't have to bring it up. Mhm. But in this one he brings it up and he's not so, you know, I don't know. Mhm. Hmm. Poor Dwight kind of feel bad for him but we also learned some other things about him he's a he's a fighter <laughs> his maternal grandfather was was a fighter in world war ii killed 20 men and then spent time in an allied prison camp nazi <laughs> he's a nazi i did not see that coming yeah and then also his father fought another kind of battle which was obesity and high, high blood, blood pressure. pressure yeah so different yeah did he win probably not <laughs> we don't always hear of him again <laughs> oh man poor guy um and then we also learned that jim's mom is named larissa did we yeah we did at least i did <laughs> I, I did not this is the first time hearing of this larissa larissa so what do you think about jim's pranks and general behavior in this episode i thought his um, okay, so basically, he's the one who got the fight to go. Mm -hmm. I mean, him and Pam together. Yep. They're always doing stuff like that. Teamwork. Yeah. Um, I liked the prank about the desk because it was, um, I think it was like kind-hearted. It wasn't like evil-spirited. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought he was pretty mellow as far as, you know, he kind of like encouraged the fight to happen but you know that was their own decision he did one thing that i didn't like so much which was stealing the belt mm -hmm. and then saying it's a toy to him i feel like he is kind of like the like the prankster like the loki devil on the shoulder kind of in this one yeah because the whole office including pam agree that michael needs to get this paperwork done these forms signed mm -hmm. and jim's really he he's doing that thing he kind of did during healthcare where he's he's stopping it from happening, but he's still kind of making jokes about the fact that it's not happening. I guess this seems like a lot lower stakes because yeah, I mean it's high, it's high stakes signatures. of them, but it's yeah, it's not like their healthcare anyway. But it and it yeah. and also you do get the sense that no matter what happened, it wasn't like Michael was about to start signing them. Yeah, exactly. He was definitely not going to do it. <laughs> and in fact, if it came down to them deciding to maybe close down the branch and they didn't just say we're closing down the branch and they did any sort of investigation into why those forms weren't handed out and they talked to any person in the office who said that they took off lunch and it had it extended by an hour to go and watch two of the people it in the office fight come down on michael michael would be out of there yeah and i don't know why they didn't just realize that they could sign the forms like around three instead of like waiting until five yeah when michael comes up with that plan to sign the forms. Yeah. He still doesn't help. Yeah. He goes and yeah. gives, talks to Dwight and yeah. gives him a promotion. Then he's still like, well, we could just all do it. And then he leaves. Yeah. Does Jim help sign them though? I feel like it's just Stanley, Angela, maybe Meredith and Pam. They're the ones that wanted it to be done. I feel like Jim just went home. He probably did. I don't care. <laughs> I'm too cool to care. Yeah, he is. And... We find out a thing that Jim does is 
buying bags of chips, specific flavors, to appeal to women. That's his his dowry. Sour cream and onion. No, French onion. French onion. And Karen later will want hers salt and vinegar. Which I think is a better flavor. Yeah. She's really the superior choice. Yeah. In terms of what her mouth tastes like after chips. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, French onion. Yeah, no. <laughs> but he does that out of obligation because he accidentally lifted her up into <laughs> the dojo. Well, that was before. Oh, he gives her the chips yeah. later. I don't think he was actually going to give them to her. Do you think? Maybe he would have. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he was, I think like he was going to give them to her, but for sure had to because of that. And didn't really say anything, just kind of like put him on her desk. Well, we talked about Jim. Let's talk about Pam and then talk about that moment. Okay. Pam. Um, what is Pam up to? She's put upon a lot by Michael on this one. She gets the Pam MSing. Mm-hmm. She gets the... Think with your head, Pam. Think with your head, Pam. Yeah. Yeah. And she also is kind of um, playing along with the fight. I mean, she wants the fight to happen. <laughs> but Jim has to like get her to do it but she's the one that creatively comes of how to do it yeah which is to say that she wants dwight to walk her to um her car just brilliant and it's good that she does that because she's michael's been like criticizing her and she's been reminding him a lot Mm -hmm. and even did some would say the majority of the signature work by putting in all those little stickers wouldn't it have been easier to just sign it can we just make michael's signature into a stamp yeah exactly and then they can just stamp it yeah but he, she's doing a lot of flirting with Jim in this episode. Yeah, like the reading the palms. Mm-hmm. Complimenting his teeth. Yeah. You know what that means. Uh, she wants to touch him. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, yes. <laughs> but uh, it's taken too far at the dojo by Jim. Yeah. Would it have been taken too far if Meredith didn't turn around? How mm. long would it have been until... She changed her tone because she was doing like, ah, put me down. I think. But then it changed. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I think um, she's kind of like, I think she was going to change her tone pretty quickly because that it was like a long time that he was holding her up. And her, her shirt was coming up. Yeah. So he I know, was I holding on to her, her bare tummy. Yeah. Her bare tummy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was uh, sensual. Yeah, some people say the midriff is their favorite part of the human body. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, like, lucky them. They get to see it all the time. <laughs> um, but she does hit him in the face <laughs> with the boxing yeah, thing. Yeah, I know. I know. They were kind of getting a little feisty. It's like you have to pick whether or not you're going to have playful sibling relationship or romantic. Yeah. And obviously, Jim has a crush on her, but I would say he's doing the sibling. He's not. No, he's not being inappropriate. In fact, her saying that made it more awkward in a way, you know? Yeah, and just like being angry about it the rest of the day instead of just saying, hey, put me down and then just being like, hey, what's up with that, man? Yeah. Instead of like yeah. being like, Ugh. Yeah, because she was like laughing, but then... And then but his it, face after is so sad. He's yeah. like, oh, what did I do wrong? No. It's like a, and then he's trying to write the email. Hey, sorry if that, that was weird. weird. Which, that would have been even weirder if he did I that. Know. Why are you doing that, Jim? Well, you oh. You should have faxed it. We should talk about the documentary. 
Yeah, I know. They had to go to Dwight's um, karate classes. We got to get YouTube down here to film this. Well, the scene we were just talking about, when Chip's writing that email, he doesn't send it and stops writing it because the documentary crew is looking at him. Yeah, that's Reading true. over his shoulder. He, he backspaces it all up. Peepers of an eagle. Yeah. That's really Which not cool. A, I'm glad that he um, did that, though. Backspaced it. Yeah, that would have been... Even worse. Yeah. What do you even put in the subject line of that? Sup? <laughs> hey. Sorry if that was weird. And then in the in the email, Pam, sorry if that was weird, Jim. <laughs> subject, sorry if that was weird. <laughs> earlier. -E earlier when I... Weird? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> Dear Pam, sorry if that was weird earlier. I only wanted to hug slash tickle you <laughs> and i didn't realize that your bear tell me was showing <laughs> i didn't because i couldn't see but meredith saw you know she saw lol anyway <laughs> h m u l eight e r really ruined the day <laughs> ruined my whole day really but i'll get you stupid chips anyway yeah and that's that gesture was enough to make up for the whole Tummy incident. Mm -hmm. The whole tummy incident. The tummy. That's a good subject line. Tummy incident. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I touched your tum tum. <laughs> no, it's but catch twenty two. You know, she did say put me down. She was laughing during the first one, so it's kind of hard to hear. But when people say to stop, you just gotta stop, Jim. Yeah, Jim. Know about consent. Whether or not Meredith's watching or not, <laughs> that has nothing to do with consent, I saw. Where's the line, Jim? Go back and watch the vid. <laughs> yeah. That's actually a good point. That is probably just too physical for two people to be doing mm -hmm. in the office. Mm -hmm. I mean, they weren't actually in the office, but especially in front of coworkers. It's too physical for two coworkers to be doing during extended lunch break while their boss and coworker fight. <laughs> are in a physical fighting match and spitting on each other yep should we talk about michael yeah i have something about the documentary crew following michael after the punch because um he kind of collapses in his office and they like even though they he closes the blinds they like sneak a peek at him like reaching over his desk and knocking all over his toys knocking his toys all over um so yeah that was pretty funny yeah he's really jacked up yeah because he wasn't prepared he's gonna he's gonna absorb the first blow but... this was the kind of victory whoa yeah okay yeah i sorry after the, he gets punched mm -hmm. right okay yeah um <laughs> yeah they do they followed him some other times right I remember followed him when he was eating those ice cream sandwiches and stuff mm-hmm there are some funny moments in his office or when he's like adjusting his plaque yeah like there he's supposed to be signing stuff and the um camera just pans over to him adjusting his plaque on the wall making sure it's absolutely straight when you get into that hardcore procrastination sometimes it's it's hard to tell when you've gone too far <laughs> yeah that's true that happens to me a lot like well i just have like one little bit of paperwork to do you know i haven't done uh reorganized this whole room in a while <laughs> <laughs> uh, i haven't re-shingled the roof i should probably go do that real quick before yeah. i have to i should have done this months ago actually <laughs> yeah when michael refers to himself as a street fighter 
<laughs> not a lot of rules on the street. Um, Michael's still making his inappropriate jokes. Mm-hmm. He tries to save his queer joke with queer eye. Mm-hmm. Then he says it's an important show. <laughs> it's back on. Oh yeah, I know. I so love more it. more true today than it was in two thousand five. <laughs> Actually, that was a big show. Yeah, it was a a big thing for getting uh, middle aged housewives into thinking that gay people are people. Yeah. That and Will and Grace. Yeah, I mean, and I really like the reboot of it. Oh yeah, I've only yeah. seen the first episode. Where they get that guy to cut his beard a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets together with his ex-wife, maybe. Oh, yeah. I saw that later on in, um, on social media. They actually did get together. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler, if you haven't seen the episode. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, but you should watch it still. We should make a new podcast called Queer Ive. Queer <laughs> For the straight guy. <laughs> oh, we should do our other ad. Okay. So I noticed something in your ear. What is it? Wax? No, it was something. Is it a small spider. A small spider. No, it was something cooler than that. Even what? I think it's a Swiss earbud. Scandinavian. It's a Scandinavian earbud. Oh yeah, that is that isn't there actually. I didn't even notice because of how comfortable it is. And how does my voice sound on it? Well, it does sound good. I'm I'm not hearing it through the headphones. But one of the things I really like about these earbuds, which are the Tray by Studio, is you can hear things around as well because i don't know if you've experienced this you put those earbuds in they get that pumping bass sound makes that suction in your ear yeah i don't like that okay do you like that no it feels uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and when i do something active which is not very often i feel like a like it's too loud i feel like too much blood is going to my ear yeah so you like to have a little bit of the surrounding ambiance in your ear as well yeah, and like things we like to do, activities, uh, biking, biking, walking, walking, strolling, strolling, and in all those, you need to be able to hear the traffic. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be- end up dead in a gutter because you were listening to by. Yeah, and were they? Are they um, Bluetooth too? Yeah, they're Bluetooth. They connect in the back. Um, it's for an active lifestyle. So it's got these wingtips. They go in the inside of your ear. You've tried those on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They fit in the, what's the outer part of your the ear crevasse. called? The crevasse. <laughs> <laughs> you know how your inside of your ear is all bumpy? It what fits is it, the eczema? bumps. Eczema? <laughs> it's got a cauliflower ear. <laughs> no, but seriously, seriously, these freaking earbuds. So they're not being held in by your ear and they're not going around your ear. They've three different size wing tips that you can put on fit sounds you. like a panty liner yeah that's, that's exactly what it sounds <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> in, in terms of sound quality i mean um so i just have a question though um do, do you like have any deals or promos that go along with that you know what yes <laughs> you can go to studio.com order a pair of the tray earbuds and put in that code the off five T-H-E-O-F-F-I-V-E, just like the podcast is called. And you'll get 15% off. And there's also free shipping. Wow. That's worldwide. Wow. So to our listener in New Zealand, when you do you remember when you downloaded that yeah. episode? Mm-hmm. I remember when they did. You order up some studios. They'll be there to you in, I don't even know how long. You probably know how long things take to get there. You live in New Zealand. <laughs> 
Do they even have Amazon Prime there? No, they don't need to go there. They go to studio.com within the <laughs> off five. <laughs> Try to trick me. <laughs> yeah. Into both making fun of New Zealand and not promoting. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, they're sponsoring this episode. Get the tray headphones. They got nine hours of active battery life and 10 days of standby life. Wow. And they sound great. They sound like how you want music to sound, which is like how it sounded in the studio when they were mixing it up. The band was nodding along and the producer was going, guys, can we try that one more time? I don't think we got it yet. Yeah. And studio reminds me, you just take the T out and you got... Studio. That's good. Get yourself some studio headphones. Or get one of the other products they have. Yeah. They back have to a... the show. Okay. What? <laughs> no, no. Back to the show. We're back. Back. We're back. Uh, so what did you think about Michael testing Dwight? Well, that was BS. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying that. That was a random question. No. No, I think that he was... I think Michael said, what would make Dwight happy again? Mm-hmm. And then he thought back to the previous episode, Halloween, where Dwight said, can I be made assistant regional manager? And he thought that would be low cost, none. Yeah, of my pride. And low effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no cost to my pride because he doesn't have to do any, tell anyone. Yeah. He doesn't have to tell anyone. But uh, this reminds me of another episode, the one where Michael needs some urine. Oh, yeah. The drug testing episode. Mm-hmm. And when Dwight is dishonored by having to give up his badge, he becomes the security guy. At the oh, that's right. Dunner security Mifflin. officer. He gets thrown a little bone at the end for every time mm-hmm. he sells out his morals for, for um, Dwight. Or for Michael. Yeah. It's like how Sean Spicer got a book deal. Oh, <laughs> Spicy. I'm, I really miss that guy. I really don't want him to be forgiven by the public. No, I don't want him to be forgiven, but I think that he needs uh, a little forgiveness. Okay, no. That was... <laughs> okay, but but he was going to do it. The public. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, so Michael says the, the queer eye joke. He says the Todd F. Packer joke. You know what F's for? Fudge. 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 <laughs> Ouch. He makes fun of Armageddon. And Dwight's reaction. He almost swears. Remember? He says, fuck. <laughs> We're not going to beep that. They didn't beep it. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't have to beep that, though. Me too. So that close. Was blatant. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't do his work all day. He makes up some work. He gets other people to do his work. But at one point... He does something that's very Michael, which is as soon as they're going to do the fight, which you think like, okay, they're going to go solve this. And he's like, Pam, make an announcement. Figure out carpools. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. It's like not tone, even a question. That tone. Obviously, we're all going to be there. Yeah. And then Phyllis is there taking a picture on her uh, disposable camera. That's <laughs> so cute. So what do we have for the rating at that time? We so- put that into our section called, I will not be the one that got away. Overrated, underrated, right? Mm-hmm. The critical reception to this episode was largely positive. Miss Ali from Television Without Pity gave the episode a positive review and rated it an A minus. Francis Rizzo the Third from DVD Talk called the episode classic mm-hmm. and praised the performance of Rain Wilson as Dwight. 
TV fanatic reviewed several quotes from the fight and rated Michael's Would I Rather Be Feared or Loved soliloquy and Michael's confession that Dwight cried at the end of Armageddon, five out of five. Wow. It's weird they're doing a five-point scale when you think they should do seven. Seven would make sense, right? Yeah. Maybe there's a conversion. Just because you can always do like a four. Yeah. And then it just is, it makes everyone happy. Yeah. It's better to do a six or seven-point scale. Mm-hmm. Or like a six-point scale and then just add seven whenever you feel like it. Right. And then add an eight maybe in a few years. Who knows? Who knows? (laughs) I would give this episode six out of seven pretzel day. Okay. I will give this episode a three out of seven. Wow. Maybe four. I'm so surprised to hear you say three. Three. Okay. A little stitious. Uh, I don't know. I don't really think about this episode too much. I do love some of the quotes in it, but as far as the whole episode, I don't know. Not my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's probably it's it's probably a little low, but I don't know. So, what do you think? Is it overrated or underrated? I think it was right on. It's an instant classic, in my opinion. An A minus. Uh, yeah, because I I mean, a six out of seven is probably an A minus, so that's good. Okay. You thought it was overrated? Yeah, I I guess so. If that's what people think, I think you're overrating. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's personal opinion, but um, <laughs> Thank you. not appreciate it. <laughs> no, it's personal opinion. No, I'm just saying our epi- our ratings are but per- if, personal to us. If I would have said, what if I would have said four out of seven? Then I would have said that makes sense because you always give that. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of a running joke between you and I. Yeah, well, the old Addie's not get the new <laughs> nope. i was trying to say the new old, old addy's getting what she wants <laughs> old addy's getting not getting what she wants is pretzel day oh okay you know what in honor of you branching out mm-hmm. i'm gonna give this four out of seven alfredo's pizza cafe <laughs> yay at least it got that rating something then. has to yeah somebody has to yeah it was too harsh to say a little stitious because it does have so many good lines in it yeah but overall i don't feel like it comes together as well yeah and what about our dundies Mm. i got mine i'm gonna give mine to ryan for completing his task and keeping his distance that's good he didn't go to the fight he didn't stay late because it doesn't matter to him whether or not this branch gets shut down he had to give michael his number basically it would have been really, really hard to not give it to him when being asked directly, which Michael shouldn't have done. But then he he ignores his call later when he's on his break. He has boundaries. Yeah. He knows he's on his personal time eating lunch. He doesn't have to put up with that. And he really does go around and get all the emergency yeah, contacts. Too. That's the only thing that gets done. Yeah. I mean, until way after work time was supposed yeah. to be done. But yeah, at some point in the deleted scene, Michael comes up and goes, it's done to Pam, something like that. Enhance her the sheet of the emergency context. <laughs> and, he, and she's like, but this is what you had Ryan do. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Okay. I, I would agree with that. Everyone has their personal opinion. So Ryan, keeping his distance. <laughs> Keep, the keeping his distance Dundee award. Yep. Mine is going to go to Pam. Okay. Because she was assertive in this episode and multiple times asked um, Michael to do his job, which I think is kind of hard. She also went through all the paperwork and put stickers. Mm-hmm. And she told Jim, put me down when she wanted me put down. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give her the Dundee for best assertive administration worker. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I considered Pam for this one, too. I considered Ryan, to be honest. I guess it's like Pam's kind of the... It's not her fault. She does everything she can. It's just kind of a bummer how how she uh, doesn't get what she wants. It's not her fault, though. She wasn't really in a position to, to get it. She doesn't get that, and she... She, she, she goes the, along with the fight thing, prank, yeah. even though it sounds like she maybe didn't want to. Like, she kind of gets talked into it. Yeah, but she's, like, so witty. Like Yeah, she does a good one. And calling it the perfect storm, like, she knew it was coming. Yeah, that's true. So, Just, like, that movie, Perfect Storm. Yeah, I feel like she was on her toes. She knew that was coming out. Yeah, and also Twister. She Yeah, she had that cal- on her calendar months in advance. She really loves Helen Hunt. Yeah. So... And uh, the day after tomorrow, mm-hmm. she, she knew when that was going to be happening. Yeah, and 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 doesn't really like Armageddon. No, she's more of a deep impact mm-hmm. woman. Yeah, or um, the new uh, Jurassic Park. What are some other movies we can name? Independence Day. Yeah, um, that Jake Gyllenhaal one. Yep, half. <laughs> what is that one called? I'll give you a half. A half a point. Half a point. Shut <laughs> <Jet> something. <laughs> <laughs> chat something <laughs> men in black 2 uh no she wouldn't like that no do you think she would like dumb and dumber yeah i do it would have been younger she was younger then legally blonde yeah she loves legally blonde it's not Secretly. a guilty pleasure yeah yeah she has to keep that from jim he's so judgmental <laughs> yeah <laughs> an asshole. okay well i think the episode is okay. <laughs> dying down now <laughs> Time to turn off the lantern. And uh, why don't you go to the Facebook page, the Finder Things Club, the Off5 listener page, right? Yeah. Come to the Off5 official page, like that, because we're going to be giving away this season one DVD signed by us. With so a special note. Right. And, and if you would please leave us a review on iTunes. We love reading them. Yeah. The, only the good ones, though. We like reading the hateful ones, too, but. Um, we haven't gotten any yet, so. Yeah. If you write us a review on iTunes and then you email us, we'll respond to your email and answer all of your questions. Yeah. And also... Um, Just mention the name of the review while you're sending the email in. Follow our Instagram page because I'm going to put a link for studio.com so you can enter the promo code. The off 5 And get 15% plus free shipping on awesome earbuds. Get the trays. They sent us the tray earbuds, and we both listened to the pair that they sent us, <laughs> and we liked them. Mm-hmm. We All have right. one ear each. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing they're Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are connected to each other. <laughs> you just cut that off. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I'll have to check with the with studio about that. All right. All five out. Let's catch 22. Tip for tip. magic school <laughs> he did go to magic did he go to magic yeah. school have you heard they made your money disappear <laughs> right